and a little bit of the bubbly. Welcome everybody to another episode of Sig Daddy's Wrestling Show. I'm Sig Daddy. Today, I will go over my five ways that AEW can differentiate themselves from WWE and NXT. But before I get into that, I'd just like to take a moment to talk about Chris Jericho. Holy cow. How can that guy continuously keep getting phrases over? Stupid idiot. You just made the list. And now a little bit of the bubbly. Chris Jericho is probably the all-time guy, one of the all-time greatest at catchphrases. Him and The Rock, oh my goodness, he can get about anything over. Chris Jericho has been so good at recreating himself and reinventing himself. It's just awesome to see this after almost 30 years. He is still over and popular as he is. But... That's not the subject we really want to get into today. It's the five ways AEW can differentiate themselves from NXT and WWE. My first reason, my well, my first way is to to not to do not grab every free agent that's available. WWE has a tendency to grab all the big stars from the independent scene and then don't use them properly. WWE has had this problem recently grabbing way too many top guys from the independents and not using them to their full potential. A couple of them, just like to mention, Kevin Lee, EC3, Eric Young, Shinsuke Nakamura, and Sami Zayn. It's it's less is more can less and less is more sometimes with your roster. You can't book everybody on the same show, so you've got to limit your roster somewhat, but WWE hasn't done that. AEW's got about 48 people on their roster right now. That's according to their website, alleliterestling.com, so I think that's about an appropriate number, and you can work your way of getting those all those people involved, but WWE, you can't do anything with over 100 different people all at one time. It's just it's just very difficult to get every any everybody an opportunity. But I think AEW is off to the right start with limiting their roster. Way number 2, they can differentiate themselves from NXT and WWE. AEW can treat their tag team division as main eventers, which they've already started to gather up a ton of great tag teams. The best friends, Chuck Taylor and Trent Beretta, Private Party, Mark Quinn and Isaiah Cassidy, the Jurassic Express, Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus, SCU, Daniels, Kazarian, Scorpio Sky, of course, the Young Bucks, Matt and Nick Jackson and the Lucha, Brother, Lucha Brothers, Ray Phoenix and Pentagon Jr., Angelico and Jack Evans in the Dark Order. That's just naming the ones off the top of my head. But that you got to treat those guys like main eventers. That's WWE doesn't treat their tag teams as main eventers. They kind of treat them as mid card or opening card talent, and that's I just think that's a way to showcase and showcase you have the best tag team division in the world possibly. You want to build it up as that? That's the way to do it. You build the best tag team division, create the best tag team division in the world by treating these guys like main eventers. And WWE doesn't do that with their main roster guys really. They tr- they don't hardly get featured on television, and they really try to put tag team wrestling on the back burner. Way number three, 
make wrestling the focal point of the show. NXT does a pretty good job with this. They're usually focused on the wrestling, but WWE shows like Raw or SmackDown, not as much, mainly Raw. It's way too many many promos, way too much talking. It's not focused enough on the wrestling. And I feel like AEW is going to do that. But if they if they want to succeed and kind of create a an alternative for to WWE, that's the way to do it. Is to make wrestling your focal point. Impact Wrestling tried this a while ago, but they were not successful. But they didn't have the star power like AEW has now. And a television deal like AEW has now with TNT. And then that's, yeah, this is before they get to their debut in October. And they're going to be going head-to-head with NXT on television. Number four, do not have older guys carry the belts long-term. And have your world champs be consistently featured on television. WWE's had a huge problem with this in the last couple years when Brock Lesnar was their universal champion on their main show, Raw, and he was not on TV hardly at all. And then Jericho, right now as AEW champion, I understand. it's you got to solidify. You have to have an, a very important first world champ. But he can't have it for too long. you got a bunch of other guys that are could be capable of main eventing and carrying that title, like John Moxley, Kenny Omega... Eventually, I think Luchasaurus, but yeah, it's you got to get newer guys over and newer guys. You got to build up new guys. My fifth and final way AEW can differentiate themselves from WWE is to not put too many matches on pay per view and to not have a 30 minute epic on every single pay per view. It sometimes these pay per views get overly long. And it drags out and the crowd really isn't into it anymore. And then sometimes NXT puts on a great match, but it's just a little bit too long. Like the Gargano-Adam Cole match, the two out of three falls match at NXT Toronto, it was great. But it could have had time shaven off of it. And AEW sometimes, AEW so far has had a couple times where it's a couple matches have dragged on a little bit too much. Sometimes you can get... A great match out of just 20 to 25 minutes instead of 30 to 40 minutes. And then with that being said, to go off the too many matches on pay-per-view, WWE Clash of Champions currently has 11 matches scheduled for it. That's just a little bit too much, and it's hard to balance that card. AEW's all out. That had 10 matches on it, and AEW at times struggled with the pacing of it, but it did better pacing than WWE mostly. So if AEW can keep the pay-per-views a little bit shorter, probably around the three-and-a-half-hour range, it'll probably keep fans satisfied and give them a great alternative to either WWE or NXT. Those were my five ways AEW can differentiate themselves from NXT and WWE. Do not try to grab every free agent that's available. Treat their tag division as main eventers. Make wrestling the focal point of the shows. Do not have older guys carry belts long term and have your world champs consistently on television. My last way was to not put too many matches on pay-per-view and to condense some of these overly long matches. 
Coming up next weekend is WWE's Clash of Champions. I'll have my review up for that on Monday the 16th. It looks like an all-right card. couple matches I'm looking forward to are the women's matches for the SmackDown Women's Championship between the champ Bayley and challenger Charlotte Flair. And then the Raw Women's Championship match where Becky Lynch will defend her title against Sasha Banks. I look forward to those two matches on that pay-per-view and giving you that review on Monday the 16th. Again, if you haven't already, subscribe to my podcast on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, and again, Spotify. And as always, thank you all for listening. And so long, everybody.